we'll make it all right. God is, God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget, uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace givings uh, through our app. And um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well, uh, give website and on our app, uh, GiveLify. Good Lord, Lord, thank you for another week. and Thank you for another opportunity, Lord, to hear your word, hear a word from you from on high. We ask you to bless those on the sound of my voice. This new year begins, Lord, today. We thank you for your growth you've shown in us and you're showing us, Lord, where we can grow more in areas and do more for the kingdom. We ask you to bless us and keep us. Bless us, we feeble servant that I am. Lord, give me strength from on high, your grace and power. And let some be said to be a blessing for someone's life. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus the Christ's name we pray. Amen. Glad to be with you on this very first day of 2023. Uh, we got a lot of new things, not only the year, but new things for the kingdom. Uh, we're doing and going to be doing and working on uh, for the ministry of the church and the prophetic word that is going to be said and brought uh, through different transmissions um, this year. We ask you to Continue to keep us in your prayer as we move forward in what the Lord has for us today. I think I may have told you on last week the text uh, may not. May, this is the first Sunday for this new series, so it may not have. But First Corinthians thirteen, um, verses eleven through thirteen, would be where we plant our tent stakes this morning. Uh, next week and look at. The book of Psalms and Psalm number 89, 11 through 12 right now is where we'll be focusing on. As I tell you, always read the chapter in front of the text for that week, that chapter with the text, and then the after the chapter, the chapter after the text, just to get a good context of what's going on between um, the characters that are participating in the uh, chapter, the text for the morning. Gives you good understanding and helps you in your study. And um, you'll be growing in that area uh, if you do that as well. So First uh, Corinthians chapter 13, 11 through 13. I do ask you to read that entirety of that chapter. Um, you get a chance in your devotional. And uh, for next Sunday, um, Psalm number 8 and 9. Read that. And again, the chapter before and after as well. But Paul writing 1 Corinthians 13, I'll be reading the CSB translation, 
whatever translation you have, we ask you to follow along uh, this start of the monthly series. And that's right. Uh, monthly series will be every month this year. We have it planned out. Um, this month is Faithful in Stewardship. And um, our 2023 church theme is Living Faithfully in 23. So everything will have a tie-in in Faithful and Faithfully. Uh, our 2023 church motto, plan the work, work the plan. As we got a lot of things we'll be trying to uh, get off the ground this year uh, for the kingdom. Uh, so faithful in stewardship would be, uh, you're dealing with faithful in stewardship. Uh, if you saw the post on Facebook, you know, stewardship, not only just money, uh, treasure, time and talent and uh, things that you do for the kingdom that we should be doing that we should have uh opportunity we have opportunities to do sometimes we mismanage misuse uh, but we need to make sure we're good stewards of all god has given to us but first corinthians 13 when i was a child i spoke like a child i thought like a child i reasoned like a child when i became a man i put aside childish things for now we see only a reflection as in a mirror, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I will know fully as I am fully known. Now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. The grass withers and the flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand forever. I want to tag this text this morning. Reflection gives direction. Reflection gives direction. Uh, if you, if you see a baby playing in the dirt, the baby may be dirty, but you pretty much don't make a big deal about it because it's understood that babies will play in the dirt. Babies try to eat dirt. Babies scrub themselves in dirt. Dirt is a toy to a baby. But conversely, if you see a 21-year-old man playing in the dirt, rubbing himself with the dirt or trying to eat the dirt, you know you've got a crazy person on your hands. The only difference between the two is time. By age 21, that man ought to know that dirt is not a toy. We too have many Christians who have been saved far too long that are still playing with dirt. They play in the dirt and they have fun in the dirt. And you can't come and listen to the word of God every week and not realize that the dirt is not where you are supposed to be. As a matter of fact, the closer we get to Jesus, the less dirt we should have on us. And as 2022 is over, 2023 is here, we stand here and reflect on the year that is ending and look forward to this new year and let us reflect on our growth and how less much, how less dirt we have and how much the Lord has helped us to get through the valleys, get over the hills and through the storms. It It is also a good time for God's people to take inventory of our walk with the Lord. We should take a look at where we are in our relationship with him. We need to examine ourselves and see where we have been, where we are, and where the Lord wants us to be in 2023. Paul wrote this passage and gives us the opportunity 
and the challenge to do just that. Where are you in your walk with the Lord? Do you still have some dirt to get rid of? Somebody wave and wink at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm getting rid of some more dirt. Don't play in the dirt as much. This year is going to be the best year for my walk with the Lord. We're going to see in 23. Watch, make God, watch how God makes me all I can be in 2023. <laughs> Let me say it again. Watch how God makes me all I can be in 2023. <laughs> I like the rhyming scheme there. Uh, in book of Proverbs, uh, 27, 19, uh, the writer writes his water reflects a face or so a man's heart reflects the man. James wrote, James 1, 20, anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like a man who looks at his face in a mirror. We got to make sure we do as God has commanded us. And if we messed up in 22, we get to do get a do-over in 23. Oh, my brothers and sisters, look at what Paul writes, and I'll be out you have a few minutes. Uh, one, reflection gives maturation. He says in 11, when I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. And when I became a man, put away, put aside, got rid of childish things. Paul is written that when the perfect comes, meaning when he revealed things to us, we ought to be growing. We ought to be growing. Our knowledge of God now is partial. We don't have full knowledge of God now. As the Bible says, we don't learn that. But then we're with him in eternity. We'll know fully. But while we're here, we should be getting rid of some stuff that will hinder our growth in the Lord. Uh, one of these things, if you read context of the chapter, they talk about spiritual gifts. Spiritual gifts to believers now is for us to build each other up. And I believe that you know, we don't put so you got denominations now that put emphasis on speaking in tongue. You don't need to be speaking in tongue to be saved, to have salvific uh, relevance with the Lord. That, 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 and I said, no, no, you don't need. You just confess and accept Jesus and live. Discipleship, live. For Christ. The, the tongues are not, but that's a benefit of being in the spirit. But it's not an indicator that you have the spirit. I know some folks speak in tongues, but cuss you out in English. That, that really don't matter. See that? It's your lifestyle. Just the discipleship. <laughs> that really, that's the most important thing. And Paul says, these spiritual gifts are here to edify the church, to build up the church, to grow up the church. He said he, matter of fact, Paul wrote in Ephesians, he gave apostles and prophets to evangelists and shepherds and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ. These things help us in our relationship building first with the church, verifying, lifting up the church for God. That's what we have to do. That's what we maintain a relationship uh, with one another because each and everybody, the member has an important role to play in the uplifting of the church. Now, he did say the prophecy more important, the preaching part, because that edifies ours. He's speaking in tongues. There's a whole chapter in 14 as an order on speaking in tongues. Nobody's around and all of that. We don't have, time won't permit me to go 
and delve off into that, but we need to get to preaching and the teaching of the word. And that what up, that lifts, uplifts the church, the body of Christ. Then secondly, reflection gives connection. Said in verse 12, for now we see only reflection as in a mirror, but then face to face. Paul describes his partial knowledge of God as seeing a reflection in a dim mirror. And they likened it to those dim mirrors they created back in that biblical time in Corinth, that historical time. But they, they weren't very clear. They were bronze mirrors, but they had imperfect reflections. But after the coming of Jesus Christ, when the church is fully mature as he is, we will see God face to face. We'll be able to see in the mirror. But what I want to put in this is that even though we're not yet with Christ and have not yet fully attained heavenly goal yet, but your walk and your direction should be pointed toward who? Jesus. We should be facing G. We should be heading that direction. Our eyes and our face should be on Jesus. This face-to-face description that Paul gives is an unhindered fellowship with God. We haven't made it there yet, but you should be trying to move closer to the Lord each and every day. Our connection, when you reflect on everything he's done, the reflection should grow stronger, the connection with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, where he brought us from, what he did for us in 2022, and what he's going to do for you. Tell somebody the best is yet to come because God is in control. God is fully capable of delivering and sustaining all that we need. But we got to be connected. Reflection should bring connection. Paul said at face to face, at unhindered fellowship with the Lord. Can I ask somebody this morning, how has your fellowship been with the Lord? How has it been in 2022? And then what are you looking forward to in 2023? I tell the church so much and so many times that you should not be the same as time moves on. We should be growing stronger. We should be able to handle a little more. We should be able to know when to give God whatever we have as opposed to keeping it hanging it on to, for ourselves. We can't do it. But God can. That's the connection that we have. Lord, I know I can't handle this. But I know you can. <laughs> as we realize who it is that's, that's supposed to be in control. We realize who it is that's running this thing. We realize who it is that has it already handled. And we say, God, we submit humbly to you because the connection from our reflection has allowed us to realize that only God can take care of us, that only God can do this thing for us. And then, and then lastly, reflection gives recognition. 12b. Now I know in part, but then I will know fully as I am fully known. And I spoke just a little bit. We won't know everything about the Lord until that time, but we should know what we need to know right now. What do you mean, preacher? What do you mean, pastor? Well, what I'm saying is that we won't know everything about the Lord 
until that appointed time. But don't you let that stop you from living the way you're supposed to live right now. <laughs> what we need to know, we should know. Oh, my brothers and sisters, that's why Paul put it in the text. Read this whole chapter. He said we need to have faith. <laughs> that's something you're going to need. We, we need to have hope. That faith and hope is central to Christianity. That only by faith we should grow in our faith. Last year, twenty-two should help our faith grow. Only by faith in Christ is it possible to come into a relationship with God. In a similar way, hope is the Christian conviction that God will keep His promises about the future. And without these two, Christianity does not make sense. They are built in. They are baked in. But, 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 but if you keep on reading that, Paul, Paul insists, Paul makes the declaration that, yes, faith and hope, what you need right now. You need to know that right now. But, but he also says that love is greater. Even with these two bedrock virtues. That, that, that love will abide in a sense, even after our faith has become sight and our hope in eternity has been fully realized. Well, Paul is emphasizing, if you read 13, it says, now these remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Faith and hope are important, more important actually, than spiritual gifts and love is greater even than faith and hope. See, whatever you using for the Lord, you must make sure that it's used with the right intent and purposes. Because spiritual gifts are essential for the church to grow. But Paul wanted to overlay this emphasis with that the Corinthians had put too much emphasis on them as personal glory and achievement. What you saying? He said he put too much shine on the individual and not the person who blessed you with what you got. <laughs> he said the gifts must be applied with love. Or they become meaningless or even destructive. Well, well, that should help you in your direction. Because after reflection, you should know which way you should be going. Paul writes a few little things in the text this morning that say that we need all we can get. But you can't keep acting like a baby <laughs> if you're trying to attain what God has you for you to attain. You can't keep acting like an infantile. Every time something comes up in your life, we should be growing each and every day. And I like this last emphasis on love. Because as we grow, love will remain. As we grow in the Lord, matter of fact, the love should grow stronger. And how do I know love is involved? 
is because on the Friday night, they placed the crown of thorns on his head, marched him up Calvary's hill, nailed nails in his hands, riveted his feet, pierced him in his side, and he died, he died, till the sun refused to shine. He died, he died, till the moon dripped away in blood. He died, he died, till the earth shook like a drunk man. He died, till the soldier said, surely, surely, surely this must be the son of God and he took him off that cross laid him in a borrowed tomb you stayed there all night Friday night stayed there all day Saturday and Saturday night but the reason why I can feel a little happy this morning the reason why we can count it all joy when we go through various trials is that early Early, early Sunday morning, he got up from the grave with all power in his hand. Lord, keep on working on me. I'm not what I want to be, but thank God I'm not what I used to be. So matter of fact, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. If he made a way, say so. If he brought you out, say so. I don't hear so. If he dried your tears, stay nice, say so. If he's a friend when you were friendless, say so. Won't he do it? Say yes. Say yes. Won't he make a way out of no way? Reflection gives direction. Think about all he's done. And that'll tell you which way you need to go. I'ma keep on hanging with him. Keep on sticking with him. We'll never let go. Cause he's been so good. Brought him from a mighty long way. Helped you when nobody else was there. He keeps on. Hey. Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus in the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better, uh, and get saved, allow him to come into your life, simply say this prayer. Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as ABC, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org. Or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org. Contact us and someone from our discipleship team. I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you thank you again for listening to our podcast we hope something was said will be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us bless you God bless you county line we love you to life and you can't do anything 
about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you. And we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out. I need to hear you say. Uh, I made it.